September was the biggest month for engagements. In January, those happy brides-to-be would start planning their weddings, so we had to be open by the first Saturday, when hordes of mothers and daughters would crowd the sidewalks, shivering from shop to shop. And the second reason? I needed a project. A big project. Anything to help me forget I had nowhere else to go and nothing else to do. When I finally pulled up to the stoplight on Mill Creek Valley Road, ready to turn down Benson Street, I gave myself a long, hard stare in the rearview mirror. I had inherited my father's dark auburn hair, along with his green eyes. But I also got my mother's unruly curl, so my hair had a tendency to escape a top knot or ponytail every chance it got. Today was no exception. I was only thirty-two, but I thought I looked older much older. Sleeping in a truck stop in the middle of nowhere on a cold night will do that to you. I pinched my cheeks for color and put on a quick swath of lipstick. I was no primper, but there was something really depressing about looking as drab as you felt. As my Aunt Helen often said, fake it till you make it. That was the corollary to Mill Creek Valley's unwritten rule. Work hard and don't complain. People here put a premium on niceness and disapproved of moaning and groaning, especially on Sunday. As I pulled into the parking lot of my soon-to-be bakery, right next to my soon-to-be house, I saw Rashonda across the street, opening the front door of Jump the Broom. I waved at her, thankful that my good friend was now my business neighbor, then jumped out of the truck. We met in the middle of Benson Street in a big hug, then walked arm in arm back to the parking lot. Well, you still look like the same Claire O'Neill I knew in high school, thank goodness. I'm so glad you didn't go all big city glam on me. I really missed you, sweetie, she said, holding on tight. And now that you're back for good, we can remind the people in this one-horse town how sophisticated thinkers have fun. Yes, of course, I nodded with mock solemnity. Like the time we wrapped ourselves in Christmas tree lights, plugged ourselves in, and danced in front of my house? People still keep asking me, when is the next festival of the dancing lights? Or when we bribed the opposing women's softball team with coffee toffee bars? Strike out, fly out, just get yourself out, then you get a cookie. That was the deal. I'm surprised we didn't get kicked out. We saved that for later. We can get ourselves kicked out of lots of places now. We both laughed and knew that wasn't about to happen. We talked a good game, but we were both goody-two-shoes at heart. When other people in your family chose to be bad, somebody else had to be good. That didn't mean we didn't have a yen for bad boys who always messed around. You'd think goody-two-shoes would be smarter than that. But then they'd have to call us smarty-two-shoes And have you ever heard of one? No. I got you a welcome home gift, Rashonda said. It was too heavy to carry, so I had them put it on your front porch. We walked past the bakery to Gran's old house, the one that I was fixing up for myself, since Gran now lived in Mount St. Mary's memory care wing. A fresh coat of dark gray paint and cream trim had the shotgun-style house looking pretty good. I spotted Rashonda's gift on the wide front porch, right by the black front door. One of the concrete geese that everyone around here wanted as yard art, 
so they could dress him up in outfits for almost any occasion or season. This one wore a chef's hat and a baker's apron. There was a gaggle of concrete geese in the parking lot of Hodap Hardware on Mill Creek Valley Road, keeping watch over the town. But none of them ever laid that golden egg, as far as I could tell. Maybe mine would be different. I checked underneath. Bad news, no egg, I told Rashonda. She looked too. Good news, no goose poop. I unlocked the front door. Rashonda and I went inside the house, which was just waiting to be filled with all the stuff I had in my truck. We walked from the front parlor to the dining room and back to the kitchen, then upstairs to see the two bedrooms and home office on the second floor. The new bed and upholstered headboard that I had ordered online were already set up in the largest bedroom. It's beautiful, fresh and quiet and calm. It feels